When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. People are coming in on Twitter, Al. They're calling the 877-710-ESPN call-in line. We've got a good, busy show today. And we qualified another winner for the big game tickets, Brandon Bago from Atta Santa baby, Clarita. Brandon. Congratulations to you, Brandon. You are now qualified for a chance to win tickets to the big game coming up in a couple of weeks here in town. I do and by the way, I mean, can you can you decipher the code? Yeah, I, I can decipher it. But just <laughs> heads up, if you don't win the tickets, eh, just go online. I mean, you can easily get a <laughs> pair of tickets right now. No problem. Yeah, you got no 10 problem. Grand. Go into your, cu- your cushions between your couch. Go back. Ten grand's on- one <laughs> ticket. So, if you want to go with anybody, it's probably closer to twenty. What's the name of that gap between the center console and your car and your seat? That thing that's just wide enough to collect change and French fries. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That mm-hmm. that little area that where your seatbelt clicks into. There's probably li- li- ten grand worth of loose change down there. Pick up the the sweep underneath the rug. You'll you'll find a, a few quarters and nickels and dimes. Ten grand. Who doesn't have that line around? Parkins thirteen hundred. What are you gonna do? Thirteen hundred bucks. How important? I'd walk seven miles. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I would park. It's park, in Inglewood. I, I wouldn't Inglewood. park. I'd park in Santa Monica. I'd walk from my house. In Orange County to yeah. SoFi before I'm paying $500 to park my car. Um, how, how important are your kidneys to you? Because I don't know what you get for a kidney on the black market right now, but mm-hmm. you can live with one. Just just go with one. Put the other one. I think one. right now on the black market, I want to say they're 6,500. That's the <laughs> So you're, you're about Last 65% of the way home on your ticket. You get one one kidney, gets you a down payment on your Super Bowl ticket. I, I know we're kind of making fun of this, and I, I get that – the Super Bowl is not a, a, a Wednesday night game against the Pirates. I, I, I understand that there's a difference between these things. That the Angels playing the, um, I, I don't know, the Tampa Bay Rays on a Wednesday is not the same thing as the Super Bowl being at SoFi. But shouldn't there be some way for somebody that's not the CEO of a company to attend the Super Bowl? I mean, does that seem unfair to you, Al? Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, and this is unfortunately the world that we're living in and this parted to do with the SoFi Stadium and the $5 billion, the NFL being a Goliath, corporate America taking over for the Super Bowl. I don't need, listen, the Super Bowl piece, I understand that just to go to an NFC championship game, that was crazy, you know, and, and by the way, even if you want to go to a regular season game, not, all, not every game is created equal. You want to go to that Jags game, you could probably get in and it's reasonable, but ultimately, just to get into an NFL game, man, that's how steep is this thing? Yeah, I shouldn't have to make a decision between tuition and football yeah. parking. It seems like an aggressive, honey. I'm really sorry. Uh, your mom and I sat down and um, we we did the budget for the month. And we're you have sorry, to go find gonna, your own place. You're going to have to drop out of school for a couple of quarters, so your mom and I can go see the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's insane. It's 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 a lot. I get it. I'm excited to go, but it would be nice if you had 
an opportunity. And this this is honestly like what Kelly Stafford did for Rams fans um, last week. What this station is doing for, for football fans, a chance to go to that game, it's really nice because just being able to get a ticket, that's few and far between. Yes. It's just – it's not for everybody. Okay, so we're talking about the Rams. We're talking about how this is going to break down for them here coming up in, in, in a couple of weekends. Um the result matter? Does the opponent matter? Is it a failure no matter what? Are there some circumstances? Are there some nuances to this? We're taking a bunch of your phone calls on it. Let's go to uh, Thomas in L.A. Thomas, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Thomas? Hey, what's up, fellas? Appreciate you taking the call. You got it. Um, I'm going to give you a scenario because I think you guys have been looking at it from one way. So say this is why the details don't matter. So say Matthew Stafford throws two interceptions, one being a pick six, 110 yards, and they win 17-14. Who's going to care? Uh, nobody's going to care, and they're going to talk about Matt Stafford as, look at this guy, came to the Rams, he was the difference. Oh, that's what will be said. Yeah. That, you're, you're, that absolutely what's be said. And, Thomas, in that scenario, that, that probably is a failure. That scenario probably is. But this is my point. It's Wait, why is that scenario a failure? Because the, for what you just said, Al. Because the guy that you said, here's two more picks going the other way. Mm-hmm. Here's the guy that we brought in to prevent such a circumstance that he's the guy that does that. That's the failure. But if it's something other than a very specific circumstance, like for, let, me, let, me, let me flip this the other way. I think it was this day a handful of years ago. I don't know exactly where it was. Emily, you could probably help me here. What was the, the Steelers and Cardinals? What date was that? 2009. 2009. Okay, one of the great Super Bowls of all time, right? Arizona has the lead late. Steelers drive down Ben Roethlisberger, Santonio Holmes, one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. Was the Arizona Cardinals season a failure? No, but they weren't. They weren't supposed to win that game, correct? They no, were they, not they, supposed they, to they win that game. They probably weren't the favorite, Al. But they're in the Super Bowl. You, you keep making yep. it sound like these guys get gifted to this sport. They're really good. They yeah, were right expectation there. has lead. something to do with it. Expectation has something to do with I, it. Expectation does have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But because they're the underdog, it means that it's okay to, to have your guts ripped out like that? But, but, but you don't have to go to the Cardinals. We were just talking about the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Bengals lost in the exact same scenario. Of course, it's gut-wrenching. Of course, it's Buffalo lost to Kansas City by giving up in 13 Did fail? seconds. Did they fail? They lost. Did they fail? I don't think question. they did. That's a good question. They lost did the, the game. Al, they're Bills out. Fail? They, they signed up to go to the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl or nothing. This is what I, I mean. Don't, I there, don't think there everything. There are circumstances because it absolutely isn't a failure. I, I don't think there – not everything is like this scenario. I'm only playing out this scenario. and I think this scenario for the Los Angeles Rams – we're all in, expectations, throw out draft picks left and right, and you got here. You got this far. This, I think this was the toughest thing to do is get to this point. You got to this point, and you get to go up against the, uh, you know, obviously against the Bengals and not the Chiefs. Now, right, let's, take, of, let's take another call you. here. Yes. <laughs> let's go I, to – I'm getting so old I can't read my own computer screen. You, you Terry, pick the call. Terry in Santa Barbara. Terry, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? I love you guys' show. You Thank sound you. smart, Terry. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I love you guys' show. Uh, Travis Rogers, man, I'm from Santa Barbara, UCSB. Go Gauchos. Go Gauchos. Ole. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, hey, I've been a Rams fan since the 70s, man. And uh, I, I I think you guys kind of got it wrong, especially Slee. First yeah. All, <laughs> Terry? Where'd Terry go? Oh, Terry's still there? And I'm t- t- 
Oh, t- t- uh, he had to be removed, apparently. Taylor said he said Terry something you're not got... allowed to say on the radio. <laughs> Terry just cleaned it up, man. I was looking forward what? to that. Don't, but, uh, yeah, he's coming gauch- at me, and then nothing. And then our, we get nothing. Our gauchos should be a little let, – let's keep it PG, right? We don't have to go to the NC-17 wording. But, Terry, uh, I like that you're saying especially Al. That part I was excited to hear yeah, what was coming next, Lee. You uh, very excited. Your whole camera shook on uh, the Zoom. Everything well, just shook. Do you know how sad and pathetic I am? Do you know what I had to do? you know why the camera shook? Because I had to get up out of my chair. I had to walk across the room to go find Don't my glasses, glasses because I can't read the computer screen. You're fine, bro. I was You're trying fine. to give you, like, charades. Like, you need to make the call because I can't read the screen anymore. So I'm, I'm glad that we got that figured out. Uh, let's try Manuel. You know Manuel is from. He's from Gardena. Manuel, what's up? Fellas, great show as usual. Uh, I do have an Ask Sly, if you guys would indulge me. Ask Sly, Go ahead. Well, what did you um, enjoy better, Sly? Being a cop, Cobra, with a classic ride, you know, obviously pissed off. Yeah, or just the world, the world you live for, Manuel, is haunted. Cobra was haunted. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I that's didn't hear the second enough. one. Hey. Manuel, what was the second one? Oh, or did he uh, enjoy being Judge Dredd, a cop in that same disgruntled cop, but in the future? Hey, uh, Judge Dredd, we got to wear a little Armani in outer space. <laughs> you know, we just went around arresting criminals with Armani tuxedos. Uh, uh, Cobra is the right answer. Hey, you know? I'm thinking we got a Tuesday and Thursday staple here <laughs> in Ask Sly. But, but hey, as uh, far as the Rams, you know what? I was on one side when I called in. Sliwa convinced me, bro, it, it is going to be a failure if they don't win. I was all ready to say, nah, you know, it's a feel-good story. But after all, everybody calling and Sliwa just pounding it in, it's going <laughs> to be an absolute failure if they don't win. Don't Love let... the show, guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Manuel. By the way, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win the game. I do, too. I, 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 I do, too. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm, I'm a little bit, Al uncomfortable with because you've said it a few times yourself i i I agree with you that the the rams are going to win this game but the fact that you're just oh what they're playing the Bengals. that that's i I hate hearing that i hate hearing that well they're they're playing it's not like they're playing the chiefs the reason they're not playing the chiefs is because the Bengals beat them Mm -hmm. the reason they're not playing the number one seed is because the Bengals beat them we need to stop pretending like the Bengals were the Bengals from a few years ago that have Achilles Smith as their quarterback and are winning two games a year. No, they're legit. Joe You're right. Burrow is the right. real deal. Jamar Chase is the real deal. The Rams are going to have their hands full. We, we were going to – I remember last week. This was going to be a conversation, and then we kind of all determined this isn't much of a conversation. Who are you rooting for? Because you're going to find out by the time the Rams and the Niners kick off, you are going to find out who they were going to be playing. Right. Would you rather face the Bengals? or would you? Th- by the way, this happens in every sport. This is not uncommon. Right now, you and I are looking at the NBA standings and we're saying, okay, well, um, if the Lakers get out of the playing tournament, would you rather face the Warriors or the Suns? Would you ra- this is very common in sports where you're figuring out who you'd rather face. If I ask you before that the, the Bengals played the Chiefs, I know you didn't have a rooting dog. You even mentioned something to me that at SoFi, it sounded like the game was going on there when you guys were doing the pregame. <laughs> and it was all Bengals. It, it was, was all Bengals, yeah. I, I think, listen, as much as I know it, it takes somebody to win to get there, you got to go through these certain teams, I, I've, the Chiefs would be more dangerous. That would be a more dangerous opponent to go up against. 
and, and that almost is just an example of what was going on at SoFi. I'm sure there were Niner fans cheering. I'm sure there were Rams right. fans cheering, <laughs> saying, hey, we'd rather play the Bengals. Look, it, yeah, I think probably so, but this, they didn't pick the short straw no, and get in. It's, it's they, legit they what they've accomplished. Way, they they sure. have they, they beat the Tennessee Titans on the road and the Chiefs on the road. It's pretty damn impressive. Do you know what else has been earned? An incredible amount of bad mojo from the Lakers without LeBron James, who is not going to play again tomorrow. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. People really want to yell at me on Twitter. They want to yell at me on the phone. We have one tweet from Mint who's saying, you're describing choking, not failure. No, what I'm, I'm not. What I'm talking about is, as far as I can tell, you all equate every loss with failure. I don't see it like that. I, I think there are losses that are not failures. I don't think Arizona failed in the Super Bowl. You know what a failure in the Super Bowl looks like? The Atlanta Falcons. That's what failing in the Super Bowl looks like. And, yes, it happens to be a choke, but it's a, you are in control. You should have won that game comfortably, and it came apart because you weren't ready for it. That's a failure. Not getting beat by somebody who has another great day. It's not a failure. That's a loss. And they're different. I, I, I really strongly feel that there's a difference between those two things. Um, I, I, it's good. Look, this is going to be a good conversation. We're, we're obviously the week in be, the week off in between before the Super Bowl. We're going to mash this thing up left and right. We'll get opportunities to talk, obviously, about the game as we get a little bit closer. But I, I remember you know, we're prepping this morning. I'm like, what if they lost? Not yeah. going to lose. But it was like this kind of moment because you, you warned us earlier in the show talking about how I, I don't think the team is going to underplay the game. I think you got enough experience there. I think you got enough guys there that understand, hey, we've either I've been in the league for X amount of years and I've never had this opportunity or you're Sean McVay and you're like, man, I, I, I get another crack at it. I didn't get another shot at this thing. Um, or it's been a few years since I got another crack at it. So I, it, it's a combination of expectations coming in, obviously going up against the Bengals. Cincinnati might be playing this as we got absolutely nothing to lose. We throw everything on the table in this game, and no matter how we walk away, it's not a failed season for them. But Rams have different expectations. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I, I agree with all that. I, I think that's all true. It's talking about expectations. What are the expectations if LeBron James continues to miss games? Because – we, we know he's going to miss tomorrow against Portland. That's uh, Shams reported that. So Shams is a pretty good source. I think they could probably take that one uh, and put that in the bank. But 
Al, you, you said something earlier in the show, and this is yeah. another good reason that people need to get with us all day long so they don't miss any of the brilliance that Alan Slewa and Travis Rogers drop. Uh, the Lakers are 5-10 and 10 without Once LeBron a week, James there's a season. little brilliance. Once a week, at least. <laughs> once, once a segment, I would say. But 5-10 and 10 without LeBron James, they're yeah. already three games under 500. Mm-hmm. The, that he's gonna be, he has been out, and he might be out moving forward. There is no expectation other than, yeah, this is what this is going to be, and I guess you cross your fingers and hope he comes back eventually and you can get your way out of the play-in game. Just, just listen, add this to the LeBron is just the latest piece, and it's arguably the most concerning one, right? Like the so far this season, nothing has gone as planned. How's the product on the basketball floor? It's not that good. It's 500 basketball. Are you beating good teams? No, we were actually 6-12. and 12. This was before they played some of these other games, so I don't even have an update. Teams they're, at 500 or above. Two, they have two teams. They have two wins against teams this year. You could, uh, Three. My, we'll throw Miami. Miami's a good team, too. Yep. Miami, Brooklyn, Utah. Those are the three good teams you've beat. That's, it, it, it's February. They've okay. beaten three good teams. That's a problem. AD was out of the lineup for X amount of games. Russ hasn't been the piece that you thought in this third star. And then... Finally, after you got what you thought was Anthony Davis is back and you went and beat the Brooklyn Nets on the road. I know KD and Kyrie are not there, but Lakers have had plenty of games where they didn't have their stars. Just go get a win. Um, you start the road trip 2-1. and one. Then Braun, questionable knee, inj- uh, knee soreness, misses three games. Lakers go 0-3. There's now three games below 500, and to play on the, the, the tweet you were talking about with Shams, expected to miss Wednesday's game versus Portland and could be out a few more games due to irritation in the left knee. This week, just this week, you play Wednesday against the Blazers, Thursday against the Clippers, uh, Saturday against the New York Knicks. So you're playing three games in four nights. If he misses those three games, you got four games left before the All Star break. And Trav, I don't have to tell you to go look at the, uh, you know, go look at the NBA standings and see where the Lakers stand. But to me, the most disappointing part of it all is you walk into each one of these games against these matchups. And A.D. and Russ is not enough. A.D., Russ, and Malik Monk, and Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard, and some of these players that you felt like, hey, if LeBron James is out, I, I really think part of the game plan, part of the reason why they went out and got Russell Westbrook specifically was for this. is because, because he is a player that can, okay, what does LeBron do every single game? Gives you 8 to 10 dimes a game, gets you 10, 12 rebounds a game. Russ can do that if you need him to do it for a period of time because LeBron's out. That hasn't been the case, so each one of these games that the Lakers play, you're not guaranteed anything, and those two All-Stars are not enough to beat some of these teams in the NBA. You know, it, it just hit me, Al. It just hit me. You know what this season is? It's exactly the same thing as last season. It's exactly the same. We, we, we are exactly where we were a year ago, which is, listen, this is not good. Mm-hmm. I, I understand last year, actually, when the guys went down, the Lakers were a really good team, but where we are right now is exactly where they were a year ago, which is... Listen, this is not going well. AD's hurt. LeBron James is hurt. We just got to hope that you can get them back before the end, get them as close to full speed as you can, and cross your fingers and hope that that's good enough. That Because what you have left without LeBron obviously is not. What you have left without AD obviously is not. Because this is, you know, they've played most of the season. It's a 500 team. This is a 500 team. Yeah. So your chance is is and and the the little flicker of light at the end of the tunnel is listen you haven't had a ton of time you've had some but not a ton of time where both of these guys have been at their absolute best and they're ready to go full steam ahead maybe you shut LeBron down for a period of time through the All Star break perhaps because then what he's been down about a week 
let's He's, say he, he would be out for a month if you shut him out which for which might not be a bad idea right that may, because what difference I wouldn't argue does it that. Make? what yeah. difference is the 7 8 and 9 I, I understand that it's you're at home you got doesn't make a, a difference. little bit of a cushion but it really doesn't, doesn't make, a make much of a difference so yep. why not be at, at as close to full strength as you can be give him some time get him right because if it's this play a couple of games and, and this is what happened to him last year right yep. play a couple ah you know he needs to come back out we're not quite ready yet and start it again at not quite ready pull him back out that's not going to work you're almost going down to, I'll just wait to play one hand at the very end, and I know that I've got a pair of threes right now, but who knows what's coming out. Well, hopefully, hopefully something will land on the table and i got a shot. So if – actually, the, the dates are interesting. That game they played against Brooklyn, that was on January 25th, the last game that he played. Their first game back from the All-Star break, February 25th against the Clippers. So if you did decide – Hey, let's not take a chance here. Let's that let that knee come back, full recovery, whatever swelling is there. Let that process kind of naturally take its course. Then you could technically, if you wanted to sit him out over these final, you know, seven games or whatever the case is before the All Star break, he could be out for four weeks and then come back you, for that final push. What's the other option? I mean, <laughs> walk me through it. If that's not your play, what what is? You know, only other back- play is if he thinks he's no, I'm fine. Right, like if, if he's saying, no, I'm fine. I, I had a couple of games off, a couple of days off. I'm good now. But it's not a couple of days. You know what I mean? If it were yeah. the Philly game, and listen, I slept. I, I, I pulled a Travis and Sliwa. I slept weird, and I woke up, and my knee hurts. But the next day, I felt fine. By this the way, you're right the, about that. Right. You're this, right this, about this that. This isn't that. This He's mm-hmm. already missed a week. This isn't just, hey, I'm ready to go. Who knows how long it had been bothering him previously. Knowing, it, it's, how, it's critical, knowing how critical every game is because right. you're over 50 games in. You know, it's crazy, Chad. I was just looking at you. You were saying that this is similar to last year. A mm-hmm. couple differences. One of the differences – how many how many wins do you think the Lakers had last year? They played forty or they played seventy two games. How oh, no, many they, wins do you think w- they had? Weren't they the number two seed in the West when when everybody dropped like flies? They they no, were a good team. They they were, but when when the dust settled and the playoffs started, so they played seventy two games. Seventy two games. I'll say forty five. So they were twelve games over five hundred. Forty two wins. Okay, they're three games below five hundred right now. Yeah, no, it's not. Even, but the circumstances are the same, right? The circumstances are you're you're literally. Hundred percent right. Playing tournament. I, yep. We we say this a lot, but literally, your only path to success with this team is that if LeBron and AD can somehow channel twenty twenty all over again, that's it. Everything else is almost irrelevant. We we've talked about Russell Westbrook around thirty million different ways. It does what what he does doesn't matter. It, it, it's been very clear. He's not the answer, and he's not the only problem. You got a lot of problems. You need those two dudes. AD and LeBron to be AD and LeBron. Cross your fingers, close your eyes, rabbit's feet, throw lucky four-leaf clovers, whatever it is. Yep. That's your only path because the rest of it, we know, it just isn't there. You know what? Uh, what's coming up in ten days? Trade deadline, February tenth. And I'm no, and I'm not no, I'm not as no. I'm not as much paying attention to the Lakers because I think the Lakers we already kind of know that they, they don't have there are many chips to play with here. I mean, really, the the honest if you want to go trade. The, let's use Taylor Horn Tucker as an example, or your 2027 pick. I think there's probably a lot of hesitation now to do that because even if you go take those remaining assets that you have and get rid of it, how much is really going to change the rest of the year? And it's not like Taylor Horn Tucker has a lot of value. Eric Pincus put this up on Bleacher Report yesterday. A lot of GMs are like, yeah, there's, he's a. It's not like he's a big asset, right? Like it's, this isn't a player that everybody's no. lining up to go get. But I bring that up because Trev. Other teams are going to make moves, 
Mavs may go make a move. Denver might think, hey, you know what, let's go make a Utah might think we're reeling right now. Let's go make a move. It's almost kind of less what the Lakers do. It's other teams that try to kind of separate themselves further from the Lake Show. The, the, the Lake, we, we, you mentioned this with the Do- you mentioned the Dodgers earlier. That the mm-hmm. Dodgers have done the most difficult thing there is to do, which is let's be set up to win today, and let's also be set up to win next year and the year after that, and for the foreseeable future. It's a really difficult thing for any organization to do, and. I know that the Lakers are doing everything they can to try to win games with LeBron James, maximize the time that he's with the Lakers, win another championship. Thankfully, they've already gotten the one. But you wonder if you're at least at some point saying, hey, listen, what's next is what we need to focus on because what's now ain't happening. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. And so the last thing we need to do is throw more things away because we're going to have to start building for what's next because LeBron, A, year 19, and ADB is maybe not the answer to our problems. We need to start thinking about that next. And I'm not saying it's THT. What I'm saying is don't just start emptying the cabinets for more short-term solutions. Whatever whatever food you have in there, you might want to hold on to. Well, what they'll probably do – and I'm just assuming here, you'll probably get into the offseason, and then that's where you could reassess it all. Hey, what's Russ's value if we try to trade him? And anytime you have somebody on an expiring contract, it's a lot easier to trade. What is THT's value in the offseason? They'll just have to reset again. So I know I'm making it sound like the season's already over. <laughs> well, I mean. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I didn't know that I just had to ask for something like that, and it could get you know, created I thought, I thought so Taylor and I, got to be honest, I really thought we had a pretty decent relationship. I guess we don't. I guess well, we you don't. Gotta get, got to get one with, like, AD or LeBron or, or somebody what saying What makes you think I have is... anything to do with that? <laughs> well, you could, I mean, you could freelance a little bit. I'm glad that you didn't, but you just you need to get your own. Matthew Stafford's my guy. Matthew Stafford is going to win the Super Bowl with the Rams. It's going to be terrific been singing this song for a year now Slee. i'm i'm ecstatic and i'm only two weeks away from getting to dance around the room it's gonna be terrific what ESPN? if i got one that was joe burrow <laughs> <laughs> hey this is jamar chase and i'm 
I'm an Alan Sliwa guy. You're listening to the home of the Rams. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that ain't gonna happen. ESPN. <laughs> ESPN Radio. This is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We got another qualifier out. Okay. Daniel Tapia right. from Bakersfield is now qualified to win tickets to the big game coming up in a couple of weeks. Make sure that you're listening all day long for your chance to qualify for a couple of tickets to the big game coming up right here, the championship game in Los Angeles. I think you know what you mean. Here are the sounder. Be caller number 7-877-710-ESPN. See if you can help me with this. Tom Kip. Brady uh, pulled the plug today. And, I mean, is there anybody that wants to argue that he's not the GOAT? Right? I mean, he's, he's top eight. <laughs> top eight for sure. Definitely yep. top eight. Seven-time Super Bowl champ, ten-time Super Bowl participant, five-time Super Bowl MVP, uh, top eight for sure. So <laughs> with that in mind, and, and, and by the way, really, more or less, you know, there hasn't been a ton of controversy, a little smaller things that have kind of bubbled up here and there. Deflategate. Deflategate. But, yeah. you know, I, I, you know it does, to me, it's not one of the first things I think about. Maybe somebody else does. Yet, I've, other than the very first Super Bowl, when the Rams were still in St. Louis and Tom Brady was the new guy on the scene, and we all remember the picture, right, where he has his hands on the head like, I can't believe we just won the Super Bowl, that one. That's the only time in my entire life I rooted for Tom Brady. And not because I hate the Patriots or I hate Tom Brady. I just, it just doesn't move me in any meaningful way. And yet the other GOAT, or on the top eight, to the Alan Sleewa vernacular things, LeBron James. From the moment LeBron came into the league, I was Team LeBron. The only there was a very short period to four years when he went to Miami. I can't I can't root for that. You you've stacked the deck to such a degree. I can't really get with you on that. But the second he left, he goes to Cleveland again. I'm Team LeBron. The second he comes to LA, now I'm double Team LeBron because he's on the Lakers and I already love LeBron James. Why do I love one goat, but the other guy I'm kind of indifferent towards? Well, let me throw this because you threw some uh, stats here for Tom Brady. So today's stat here of the day is Tom Brady first overall in passing yards. Touchdowns thrown, Top completed eight. passes, and Super Bowl wins, which, um, yeah, that's not bad. He's got seven of them. Uh, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sportsbook that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Of course, we appreciate their partnership. Um, T. Raj, it's, it's interesting because the way you describe Tom Brady – I, and I, I have probably a little bit different of an experience because you said that you're not really you don't really care about the Patriots. No. In the San Diego days, oh, when sure. the Chargers were in San Diego, there were a lot of you know you're not going anywhere in the AFC unless you're going through the you know the the, the New England Patriots. They took stuff from you. They took stuff from you. <laughs> so I think naturally, but I, I think it also has to do with anytime an individual player continues to have more and more success. I think it's very natural for people to start rooting for. I got nothing against Patrick Mahomes. Like I really, really enjoy I root watching for Patrick him play. Mahomes. Like, I, I do that, too. Yeah, I, I okay. find myself pulling for him. But I was rooting for the Bengals this past weekend. I thought the underdog story was a cool story. I thought Josh Allen. If oh man, look what the Bills are doing. If they, the, you're telling me that the the Bills have a chance to go up against the Bengals to get to the Super Bowl. I, I only play that out because I think it's natural. You compare LeBron James. Oh my gosh, when LeBron was with the Cavs. It's because they hadn't won one that you were, you know, you, you felt like you were in this position where you're really rooting for that underdog, that player that is so great but doesn't have a chip yet. Kevin Durant with the Oklahoma City Thunder, rooting for KD it's and the great Thunder. Example. But the, see, the thing is, I've never once in my life been Team KD. I respect him. I, I mean, I, I understand what he's Even doing. Even when he was with OKC? Never. 
Never. Really? Never. Like, oh, I, like he I was said, an easy, I, easy. I, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. That, that, yeah. That's not my point. I just, I never really moved me like that. I, I respect but LeBron. I'm like, I'm all in with LeBron. Mm-hmm. I'm all in with LeBron. I, like, Steph Curry's another one of those guys. Like, I just love watching these guys compete and play. I root for him. I find myself doing these things. But with KD, it's like it's deep respect, but not yeah. not not an emotional connection at all. It's like Brady. Brady and KD are, are kind of Brady's more accomplished for sure, but it's more just a respectful thing as opposed to. And I don't dislike him either. I'm just kind of indifferent towards it. Brady and LeBron had me both sway. So when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, I did not care for them winning. Obviously, I didn't want them to win. Then he went to Tampa, and it's not like I was going out of my way to root for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the further they got, it's like this. No, he's not. He's not going to go the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win a Super Bowl, is he? And then you're watching that Super Bowl game where there's an incredibly likable Patrick Mahomes on the other side. I started leaning towards Tom Brady. How cool to be the guy gets his seventh one. LeBron, I think you hit it on the head with LeBron. LeBron, I was cheering for in 2016 against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. As if I grew up in Akron. Okay, <laughs> why? Why did I care so much for LeBron? But I was rooting against him when he was you. in Miami. I was rooting like Jason Terry and me, and, and me and Jason Terry were brothers or something. <laughs> like we're distant cousins. I think some of these players, it just depends on: are they the underdog? Are they the favorite? But LeBron's what's kind of the really storyline? Underdog. Right, What's I mean, that? I know, I know, he's been on teams that there were bad organizations. Cleveland yeah. was the yep. ultimate dog organization, but LeBron James has never been an underdog a day in his life. I mean, just the tools and the package that he was given, and yet I'm drawn to him. I, it's it's a weird, it's very his rare. team. His team has been underdog. Maybe, maybe right? that's like what it is. His, his team has, yeah. But they're, they're, I'll, I'll use another one. One of my other sports that I love that I know that you're kind of indifferent towards, but Tiger Woods showed up as the most heralded amateur, amateur player of all time. Of all time, everybody knew that this was going to be something. He shows up with a hundred million in his back pocket from Nike before he's hit a shot. Okay, he's he's the chosen one. Yeah, I couldn't root harder for Tiger Woods. I wanted Tiger Woods to win every single time he put a tee in the ground. I did too. You're right about that. It's like it's just so weird that sometimes the the goats we we magic. Like magic is a six nine point. Oh, I, I I can't get enough. I can't get enough. Magic, magic, magic. Tiger, tiger, tiger. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Were you rooting for Jordan like that? Jordan was more in the respect category. Jordan, Jordan was more because because yeah, I again, wanted the Jazz to beat the beat the Bulls. Yeah, and what you're talking about, I don't like even Jordan, know why. Jordan beat the Lakers for his first title, so that's like, well, that's one fewer that we didn't get. I don't, I don't and like he that. Did the so whole thing. What are you hanging in the air for for 14 seconds? A spectacular seconds move going from your Jordan. right. Just lay it up. Just lay it up. Every time I saw that highlight, it was just lay it up. You don't need to do that over Divock. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady is one of those. Yeah, cool. You're, you're the goat. I'm not arguing. I'm not. I'm not yeah. here to make a case for John Elway or Peyton Manning or Dan Marino. I, you're the guy. But okay, cool. See you later. I just I, I, that doesn't doesn't hit me like that. There, there's also the. Again, the back storylines I think tell a lot of the story as well. Like where, where the where the wind is blowing, the reputation from a player when he started or when he was with a certain franchise, and how it changes. You know, the the LeBron in Miami piece, it was the villain. You yeah. hated them. You everyone wanted them to lose, and they embraced that image. Like, okay, you don't like it? Sounds good. And then he goes to Cleveland. Not four, not five. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes to Cleveland, and it's like right back to the. Well, go you know, it's it's uh, get <laughs> put on your boots, roll up yeah. your sleeves, and go to Weird. work. Absolutely. All right, the dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Slee, it is happening. We knew it was going to happen, and it's starting to happen. Uh, former Oklahoma star quarterback Caleb Williams mm. is coming to USC. Mm. Then once they got Lincoln Riley, the, the dominoes were going to start to go, and this is a pretty damn big domino. Caleb Williams coming to SC. I, I do agree with you that it, it's going to – this is just how it's going to be now. You, listen, in college, go get the coach. And if you're a program that's already as powerful as USC is, it could change overnight. I mean, that that's not a – um, and how does it change, Trav? You start convincing the best players in the country who are in college that they want to go play for your program. That's big news right there. Yeah. Is it bigger the news than uh, dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Because today is National Dark Chocolate Day. I'm, I'm all in. Look, I we've talked about this. I'm a dark yeah. chocolate guy. Yeah, That's I'm why with you. I like York peppermint patties. That's why I like mounds. I'm not a milk chocolate. Don't get me wrong. If you give me a Reese's peanut butter cup, I'll eat it. But – if you gave me one of those Starbucks peanut butter cups that has the dark chocolate on it, I would puse Justin's. that one. That's yeah, a Justin's, Justin's one. That's right? it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good I, one. I, I like that you, you you did that thing where you sit back in your chair like, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, no, I knew it. <laughs> I, I basically just got pocket kings, and I'm letting everybody else just kind of <laughs> fight in between who's going to lose more money. Absolutely. Um, Adam <clears throat> Silver became the commissioner of the NBA today, 2014, and – I don't know how he's done it, Al, but Adam Silver is the only commissioner of a majors. We're talking, you know, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, that at least as far as I know, that does not have an adversarial relationship yeah. with labor. He seems to be collaborative. You know how you could tell is when somebody wins their so Super Bowl in a week and a half. When Goodell is there and he hands the Lombardi trophy – you could just tell by the fans. Fans will boo the commissioner. The that's like a thing, right? Like that's yeah. a thing. I don't know, and maybe Adam Silver has been booed. Maybe I don't know it or I don't remember it. But Adam Silver, if I said something, hey, what do you think of Rob Manfred? Somebody's going to say, man, what is this guy? What is this guy doing? How come this guy comes off a certain way? If I say the same thing about Goodell, uh, Gary Bettman, you'd know better than I would. They hate but- him. He's universally loathed <laughs> by fans and players. <laughs> that's yes. awesome. There is zero yeah. hesitation on that one. <laughs> Adam Silver does not come off that way. I think if people no. said, and, and this is you know, the, the best way that I can play it, David Stern was not liked. It didn't seem like he was liked from a fan perspective. I don't know how crazy the players were with him, but the dude grew the sport. He was good for business. You cannot argue that about David Stern. Um, the sport is as global and international as it is today and as succeeds across than just the borders of the states here. A lot of that had to do with Adam Silver. I'm sorry, had a lot to do with um, David Stern. Uh, with David Stern. People didn't like him. He came off a certain way. He was, he was very He's arrogant. Yeah, arrogant is the yeah. perfect word. Word. Adam Silver seems like, hey, I, I know I got my job to do, and I know I'm supposed to represent these owners. But I think it's also in the best interest of the owners and the league and everyone as a whole. If I also listen to your perspective, if you tell me what you think is in the best interest of the players' union as well, um, yeah, it's it's. It, Nobody, I think, is complaining about Adam Silver. David Stern had that rare combination of being the guy that thought he's the smartest guy in the room, which everybody hates, but he actually was the smartest guy in the room, so everybody kind of tolerated him along the name way. name tag yeah. in the conference room. <laughs> smartest guy. That yeah, was him. It was right. Uh, Cincinnati Unified School District has preemptively canceled school the Monday following the Super Bowl, so I don't know if that means that um, – kids are going to be crying into their oatmeal that morning or they're yep. going to be running around going crazy but uh they do not have to go to school the day after the super bowl in cincinnati what are we waiting for la unified <laughs> let's get on it let's match cincinnati do you want to email amanda or you want me to email her about <laughs> that that day Look, on monday okay so here's the deal yeah as a parent 
there should be school every day. Okay, I don't want less school for the people. I want I want more school for people. I want them to have school on Saturdays. They yeah. can have Sunday off. That's fine. But let's have year-round school because the days that the children are in the house, they're the far more difficult days. I don't need them to have off days. I need them to have more school. What's that, February 14th? <laughs> I'll email her right now from my Gmail. Uh, yeah, well, hey, Valentine's Day and the kids are hanging That's out. That's right. No, no. That's no. right. Go to, go to school, learn something, take your spelling test or your geometry. But that is, let me just say, it's pretty baller that that's what they're doing. Like, I well, love that. I really do. I, I do love that they're saying, you, don't you know, hey, don't go to school on Monday. Don't go to school I mean, on Monday. I, this is going to split right down the line of people that are parents and people that are not. John parents I get it. You can go have a nice day. As a parent, my kid's home from school. I got work. Now I got to do something as opposed to just doing what I have to do normally. Now I got to deal with that kid. Um, Hormel, the chili people, right? The canned chili in your grocery store. Yep. They are giving away a keg, a keg mm-hmm. of chili cheese. So yep. I, I like chili. I like cheese. I like chili cheese on things, you know, tortilla chips, hot dogs, a hamburger. This all sounds pretty good. I don't need a keg of chili cheese. That sounds awful. So by giving it away, it almost sounds like – I, I thought what they were doing was, hey, they're selling these for like your Super Bowl party, right? Like oh, it's a Super Bowl party. Come on down, you know. Yeah. It's not a it's not a long enough, big enough spoon, so you really got to get your elbow down in there. No, it's a keg. It's got the little trigger thing at the top. You, I'm thinking you... the top is open, like they're just. No, it's not a it's not a, a a drum. It's a keg. It's it's got air pressure where the chili and the yeah, cheese disgusting. comes out, right? That's disgusting. Al, thanks that for coming changes to my Super Bowl party. Really, really happy to see you. Welcome. Would to you do a keg stand draft? <laughs> he would. He would. Well, Okay, Emily may have found the one good reason to have a, a chili cheese. No, that keg. is not a good reason. Oh, what about, okay, can we beer bong chili cheese? Is that is that's can I can I funnel bong the chili and cheese now? Uh, uh, now take like two minutes. <laughs> By the way, uh, funneling is 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 dangerous and something you shouldn't do, but also kind of super fun along the same way. We'll just leave we'll leave it at that. Uh, today was the day Russell Wilson threw that interception against the Patriots of Golden. I'm sure that's not something Unreal. he thinks about very often. <laughs> Unreal. Every you know, day, I, right? Every that, day for the rest of your life. Like, I know I have one, but I should probably have two. It is one of the most shocking moments in Super Bowl history, and it's more to do with – I mean, the defensive play was unbelievable, but it was the fact that you weren't giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch. That's it. You know, that's <laughs> the that, – that's, that's the – like, the, the actual defensive play, jumping the gun on that, just taking your chance on the route was amazing. But you didn't hand the ball to Marshawn. <laughs> it's just, it, I, I get it that Pete Carroll has one, Russell Wilson has one. Yeah. The Seahawks, but you should have two because it, they were they're gonna I, I, to this day to this day yeah. they're gonna let you score. They wanted the ball back in as much time as you wanted. They were gonna oh. give you the opportunity <laughs> to score, and you decided not to do it. Mason and Ireland is coming up next. You want to listen all day long to them, all day long to Sedano and Cap for your chances to qualify to win tickets to the big game. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.